This week on Dueling Review, it's Death of Doctor Strange number one from Marvel Comics. Doctor Stephen Strange is the world's greatest neurosurgeon and Earth's Sorcerer Supreme. He defends our planet from the supernatural and interdimensional threats no other hero is equipped to handle. But what would happen if he unexpectedly died? Who would protect the Earth and keep the mystical evils at bay? Most importantly, who killed Stephen Strange? The final chapter in the life of Doctor Strange starts here. Well, not here at the pages of the comic book. This is just a podcast where we talk about stuff. So, you know, listen on, fellow spoilerites. So years, it seemed like years ago, uh, I had gotten these uh, hop sockets from Wizards of the Coast for their last, not the current expansion that was released, but the, I think it was the one previous to that. So three or four months ago, at least. Mm-hmm. And so I gave one away on, I believe, finally Friday. And Mark Smith won. And I said, I'm going to get this in the mail to you. And then at that was about the same time that we had the flood in the basement and everything got disorganized. So this was over a year ago. And uh, I, it got lost somehow. And I couldn't find it. And I kept telling Mark, I will find this and I will ship it to you. And I was fretting about it. And just, I torn through my office. I tore through all the game areas. I tore through the nerd room of doom, looking for this thing for like weeks and months. And every time I'd see Mark's email, just sitting in my number one spot on my, on my, uh, inbox. And I was like, man, I got to take care of this. And so I was just about resigned to sending Mark an alternate prize which probably would be better than the pop socket, to be honest with you. It was a bunch <laughs> of, it was a bunch of DVDs from Warner brothers. And I walk into my office and literally sitting less than a foot away, my hand could reach out and touch it sitting in plain sight was the pop socket. <sighs> so yeah, there you go. So anyway, disorganized, I'm saying, no, I mean, this is a clean desk. There's, there would have been no way that this thing could have been buried under anything. The cat and, was probably playing with it. I don't know. Somebody, uh, something happened, but. Oh, good. It arrived in the mail today. Well, please enjoy. Please enjoy. Now, please, ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy our conversation about the death of Dr. Strange number one out this week from Marvel Comics. And Matthew, what did you think? Because here's my take mm-hmm. as I roll right over you. Yeah, Here's my you ask what I think, and then immediately they start promise talking. the death of Doctor Strange, and they deliver? Question mark. All right. So here's the thing: death in comics is a sore spot for me because the only thing I hate more than the endless "Oh my God, X is going to die" are people going, "No, they're not. Nobody ever dies in comics." Shut up. I mean, but he does die. He does. And honestly, I kind of liked the twisty bit at the end. I did too. I thought I this was like, a, that was very well done. I feel like this is a, this is a good kickoff. This is in my opinion, a fantastic issue. Even though it's a Dr. Strange issue, this is a fantastic issue. It's a really good lead up to a crossover that I didn't think would work. And that I wasn't interested in until I read this issue. And I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure how much the crossovers play into the overall story, or if I can just continue to read, uh, Jed McKay here doing, doing his thing in the pages of, of the death of Dr. Strange. Well, death of Dr. Strange is a five issue series. I mm-hmm. think I don't with know like if three the, or four 
crossovers, like with the Avengers and X-Men and something else. Yeah, there's, well, there's a Strange Academy issue. There's mm-hmm. a, a Spider-Man, White Fox, Blade, and then X-Men and the Black Knight, which is weird. Uh, cause the X-Men and the Black Knight really don't have a whole lot in common, but I, I mean, I'm not necessarily sold, but I'm definitely going to be looking for these issues. I am sold on this. And here's, here's what I like about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is incredibly well-written and uses the narration by present day Stephen Strange mm-hmm. to basically foreshadow the end of the book. So yes. the whole story is about Koshi, the, uh, the undying, right? Is that how you say his name? Koshi, the undying. Koshche. What is it? Koshche. Koshche, the undying who hides a portion of ah. his soul in a needle, in an egg, in a duck, in a, in a hole in the bottom of the sea. No, the duck is in a rabbit. The rabbit is in a <laughs> rabbit's in, in a, a chest, chest. And the chest yeah. is hidden in a deep, dark place. Yeah. Uh, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. But there's a birthday cake. But each time, Cohen. as he's as he's as as Stephen Strange is uh, narrating the story, you can tell he has longing for his lost love. You see that he has, um, you know, he's like, "Here's where I have come. Here's everything that has happened to me." But you know, if someone loses their soul, what does that mean? And then there's a knock on the door, and somebody with a big grinning mouth kills Stephen Strange, and all the magic peoples in the universe uh, feel this, and they come to uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum just in time for a major uh, invasion from another dimension to, uh, to attack the plane. And the from only all dimensions, it looks like, yeah. And not only do we have to solve the mystery of who killed Stephen strange, but mm-hmm. Stephen strange also has to get caught back up to speed about what's been going on since 1972 and help save the earth at the same time. What does that mean? The- it means brilliant writing and quite honestly, you know, when, when we see the death and rebirth of a character, whether it be Wolverine or an Iron Man or whatever, oftentimes we've seen this in comics where it's kind of a reset of the character and taking him back to his roots mm-hmm. or, you know, advancing the timeline while still keeping, you know, instead of Vietnam or Korea, he's now, you know, been involved in uh, the first, uh, uh, Gulf war kind of situation mm-hmm. with, with Iron Man. Right. This one is. No, we don't even have to, you know, we don't, we don't have to make this character suddenly reborn and we don't even have to slide the timeline because this is literally the Stephen Strange from whatever year it was, 75, 72, something like this that. This is actually, from the look of him, Stephen Strange from his very first appearance back in 63 in Strange Tales number right. 10. Which I just he's think, wearing the blue cloak and he's yeah. got the pointy, pointy and hair. Now, I didn't, I didn't look at his hands because that was the, you know, I've not been keeping up with what's been going on with the Dr. Strange comics and how his hands got fixed and how mm. he's back to being a surgeon and all these kinds of things. But th- you know, the, the, they do a great job of explaining that in the text as you're reading and you kind of figure it out yourself. But the one thing I didn't pay attention to on that last panel was to see if he had the gnarly old hands, uh, from, from first appearance type stuff. <laughs> and th- and that would have, that would have been, you know, like the, the cherry on top had they done that. Yeah, I don't remember if he had those in his early appearances or not. Um, he got his hands back actually through magic. Yeah. Uh, super, super powerful magic. But I feel like the real wonder of this is it feels like it's tied together a couple of different, very recent Doctor Strange eras mm-hmm. in that we see him, you know, hanging out with Bats, the ghost dog. Right. And then we see him teaching at the Strange Academy. And then we see him actually just wandering around and 
seeing his friends and doing his thing and hanging out with, you know, magic and punching people out. Yeah. And doing his, his routine and his duties. Yeah. His sorcerer Supreme gig. Mm -hmm. But I really appreciate the fact that, you know, Dr. Strange has been through a lot of revamps, even in the last four or five years. Right. And this story kind of puts it all together. You know, Dr. Strange running around with his mystical axe and chopping things in half. Is mm -hmm. it here? I really appreciate that because it's sometimes hard to try and keep a feeling that these stories have all taken place in the same reality because as with, you know, Marvel's current process, new writer comes in, whole new ball game. Yeah. Now the so thing I that I like what McKay has done here. Yeah. And what I like too, is that I, I make fun that I make kind of fun of Marvel in the, um, in the text intro to, to this uh, week's podcast in that Marvel really done screwed up because there's a, you know, Stephen strange is about to appear. Dr. Strange is about to appear in Spider-Man and he's got a new movie coming out and Marvel done killed him. What were they thinking? Um, but, but here's the thing. The, the, the story is just brilliantly written in my opinion, at least in this first issue. Now it could all fall apart, uh, in the next four issues. I'm hoping not, but here's the thing. If you only know Dr. Strange from his, Marvel Cinematic Universe appearances mm -hmm. and even in the what if stuff that, that just came out on, on Disney plus this is super new reader friendly. Yeah. Granted, you yes. may not know what the heck is up with this ghost dog or anything, but that's, you know, that's kind of not important to yeah, I mean, what's really going on in the story. Detail. Yeah. 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 Dr. Strange's dog is a ghost and that's funny because he's a sorcerer. Hooray. Yeah. But, like but this it. is and, super new reader friendly. So if you are hesitant about jumping in on this, I say jump in because it's well-written and, and you don't need to know a lot of backstory on Dr. Strange outside of MCU. I agree. And I also think that the fact that it is Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange is all, always about the magic-y magic-y mm -hmm. is going to kind of help soothe the pain of the fact that he's not really dead. And that, you know, by the end of this series, he'll probably be back with a whole new status quo once or, again. Or do you think that it'll be this strange that popped out of the portal that will be the ongoing Stephen Strange? I don't think so. At least not, you know, maybe for a year or three, but certainly not long term. I don't know. It's possible. It depends on, you know, how the rest of this plays out, because this issue is really kind of build up. It's a day in the life of Dr. Strange. And it just happens to be the last one mm -hmm. now. And I kind of like that. I also love the fact that when it's clear that strange is dead, Mordrew shows yeah. up Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and Mordrew is like, only I am allowed to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to kick and out of that. Too. Apparently Mordrew is going to be part of the story. I hope of uh, figuring out what's going on and helping to, you know, resurrect and or avenge. Well, Dr. and also strange. just save the, the earthen plane. I'm sorry, not Mordrew, Mordo, Baron Mordo. Mordo. Yeah. yeah. But also Mordo save the, the jerk from the Justice League. But also save the earth from whatever has has happened. Uh, you know, to the to the things that are protecting the the universe. I like I like well, a, part of Mordo's hate is that he wanted to be mm -hmm. Sorcerer Supreme. So mm -hmm. he may be right now. Either he or uh, Dr. Voodoo are likely. I mean, top it could be pops. it could be anybody, right? Because that's whole that's one of the whole things that Stephen Strange, when he's at Strange Academy, is telling the kids, he's like, hey, look, I became the Sorcerer Supreme through all these tests, and one day I won't be Sorcerer Supreme, and that means someone else will have to be Sorcerer Supreme. It might even be you. Oh, class dismissed, 
And then, oh, Mr. Strange, be you. Oh, Mr. Strange, sir. Yes, Doyle Darbamu. What can I do with, for you? Um, since I'm the only person that you're having an extended conversation with in this book, perhaps I will be the future Sorcerer Supreme. That may be true, do- Doyle. Now I must go kill some baseball goblins. No. So, I don't know, right? Because Doyle is a little upset that his father is, uh, something's happened to his father, so. Doyle's annoying. He can't be the guy. No, probably not, but I, I don't sorry, actually I think, spoken. I don't think that the Sorcerer Supreme slot is open because Stephen Strange shows up after he's the Sorcerer Supreme. So I, it's hard I, to say. I mean, if he's I, the Stephen Strange that it seems to be, he wasn't Sorcerer Supreme at the time. The ancient one was. So I would bet that in know. order to whatever he did to take a bit of his, uh, take a little piece of his heart Essence. now, baby. And, 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 and shudder it away. I would think that would require some pretty powerful magics that perhaps only the Sorcerer Supreme would be able to have. That's my guess. But, but here's the thing. If you are reading this comic, um, on in physical form, Mm -hmm. then when you get to the end of chapter one, uh, you know that there's more comic to read. I'm reading this in the digital copy that, that Marvel sent us. And I got to the end of chapter one and you know, it's the end of chapter one. And then I think there's an ad or something. And I was ready to just say, well, that's the end of this story. I guess I have enough to go on through the review. And I just happened to scroll down just a little bit more and saw chapter two. And I was like, what is this? So this is like 48 pages of comics for this first issue. So if you're reading this in digital and you get to the end of chapter one, and it looks like that's the end of the issue, there's probably what another 10 pages, I think, or five pages of content look, for look you at to your read. Scroll bar on the right there. If there's room. Yeah. But if you're you just paying attention to, to the pages and you scroll down to that, it's very easy to forget that there's more stuff. So when I got to chapter two and then the big reveal of what happened to Stephen strange, when he steps out, I was like, Oh, this was totally worth the, the half swerve that I had from, uh, from thinking that the end of chapter one was the end of the issue. So Keep going. It's it's good stuff. I really enjoy it. What do you think of the art? I really enjoy this art. Um, Lee Garbett. And, yeah, I don't know. It's not a name I'm familiar with, but it's definitely one that I'm going to be because I really, really like it. First of all, you know, this is one of my things. Can you draw mundane stuff? Can you draw a car? Can you draw a dog? You know, can you draw the police standing there and going, well, it is a magical thing. Should we let him handle it? Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate the fact that Garbett can do that. You know, the opening splash page is just gorgeous. It's, mm-hmm. it's Stephen in his bed. Yeah. And it with, just looks like a standard bedroom, except for the fact messy. that the wand of Watum is on the floor and his night table is the skull of a, you know, yeah, demon some or sort something. of horned yeah. demon. I mean, it's really, really lovely. And of course, lying on top of the top blanket is his uh, cape of floaty, floaty pants. What I really liked is when he goes out uh, for walkies and he's wearing his coat that <laughs> yeah. the, that he's wearing the scarf. The scarf is the is the cloak. Yes. And I just the thought that, that was really nice neck as a scarf. I really yeah, yeah. love that. And I I think probably the the best little moment in this, the best detail for me is at the point where he hears the knock at the door mm-hmm. and it's been a long day and he's, you know, he's trying to relax and he's all disheveled. He's in his bathrobe and he looks like hell. And he's like, wait, Dr. Strange is never tired. Dr. Strange is never rumpled. 
boom, magically in his full regalia with his his beard combed mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, enter. Yeah. I love just the detail of that. You know, going back into the foreshadowing, not only is it the uh, the Koshe uh, uh, story, Koshe. but also there's a point where Wong, as he's going out for walkies with bats, Wong is like, you know, I kind of miss when you used to say crazy stuff after you became the Sorcerer Supreme, when you used to say zounds and when you used to do all of these kinds of things, now you don't do that anymore. And yes. that's another foreshadowing moment to let you know what's coming up later in the, in the issue. This is just really Jed McKay. If you're listening to this very good job in the writing of this, this is, yes. this is by far one of my favorite well-written comics of this year. Uh, you know, yeah. you can have fun comics that are fun to read, but fun comics that are also well-written and well thought out and just aren't, don't feel like they're done by the seat of your pants, man, that's, that's something that I find is yeah. very rare. And I think that this book nailed it. Yeah, I definitely agree. And you know, the thing about a Dr. Strange is, yeah, you'll remember back during the secret war, I hated Bendis's Dr. Strange because he was too down to earth, too approachable to guy next door. But I also hate it when, you know, Dr. Strange is too wackadoodle from another planet. And I feel like McKay really perfectly balances this normal man who weird powers came to him. He now has the weird powers, but he's also the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm -hmm. So he does the moments where he's like, yes, I am Sorcerer Supreme and someday you can be too. And, you know, he has his job he has his role but he's also just a guy with a dog and his friend wong who makes breakfast for him for reasons yeah oh, I, gonna, I really appreciate that we're gonna have to stop recording the show here just a moment ladies and gentlemen uh marshall has entered the chat room marshall welcome dun, dun, dun. Oh, that means we're welcome done. marshall See yes, you next that week. means the show is over but here's the thing <laughs> i i have to apologize marshall um i know you wanted us to review Gun Honey number one. It's about a guy with a gun that shoots bees and honey. <laughs> I know you <laughs> wanted us to review Gun Honey number one this week, but overwhelmingly, even like on the first day before we hit before we hit the end of the day Friday, it was very clear that the death of Doctor Strange number one was the overwhelming favorite, and we also had one of the most voted upon poll or one of the most voted upon uh, selections that we've had in a while. Uh, it was, so I was very pleased with the number of people that jumped on board. Maybe even you listening right now jumped on board to go and share what comic you wanted us to read. So St. Mercy number two was on the list. Gun honey, as I already mentioned, uh, moon Knight number three, eat the rich number two, and so many other uh, books were, were nominated this mm-hmm. week. So I'm glad that Marshall is here and dear listener, perhaps you too can come and hang out with us live. Of course, we, we show up at, at eight o'clock PM central time. Uh, Marshall shows up sometime afterwards, but we show up at eight o'clock PM central time to record this show live, hang out in the major spoilers, discord channel to chat with you guys about anything. Like you heard some of the pre-show uh, coming into it, where I was recounting the sudden loss and discovery of a uh, prize that I sent out <laughs> to, uh, to Mark Smith 72. And, um, and we sit around and we chat with everybody, both pre-show and post-show. And you guys can ask us questions. We were also talking about the satanic panic and soccer games and all those things. They're not related to one another, obviously. Or maybe they are. Mm-hmm. I would certainly or explain why the other they? team keeps winning. Um, oh, they, they have the power of Satan. They have the power of Satan. Oh, yeah. 
I tried to talk to my class about that today. It's like, you guys know who the church lady is? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you guys know who Dana Carvey is? And they're like, no. And I'm like, no. shoot, I'm old. But okay. maybe you're not you know, as old. You know Garth from that uh, commercial? <laughs> from that Super Bowl commercial? Yeah. <laughs> you mean that really old guy with the weird hair? Uh, that's, yeah, the that, that's, that's the one. That's the one. There's more than one in there. <laughs> <laughs> is it really about a guy who fires bees out of a gun? Because I'll review that next week. It'll be awesome. I, I have no idea. I, I have oh, no idea. I thought you were for real. No, I was joking because what else would you have? In a, so my second thought is, again, I should just tell you what these comics are about without knowing what they're about. So Gun Honey is either you do about that a guy, anyway. We've been doing that about a guy who fires a gun full of bees that also uh, has honey or it's about a sexy lady who goes out and kills people for for money for revenge? So My it's God. one of those two, right? Bees. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and P, I look down on the street and people scream for honey, and I said, "No, no." So anyway, we're glad that Marshall is I here. We're glad he's had one next. So we we're glad that Mark Smith seventy two and Jimbo Fett and Omega Lazarus and all the other cool people that are coming and hanging out in the major spoilers and Discord Marshall. server, and also Marshall. Uh, we're so glad to have all of you and more coming in and hanging out in the Major Spoilers Discord server with us when we record this show live. And if you are a patron member at patreon.com slash major spoilers, then by all means, connect your Patreon account to our Discord server and you will get access to all the secret channels, including the Dueling Review channel, where we record the show again, Marshall, Thursday night, 8 o'clock p.m. <laughs> Central Time. I kid, I kid. Matthew, I also mentioned that overwhelmingly uh, the death of Dr. Strange number one was the, was the favorite for, for this week. How did that happen? Because that also ties back into our Patreon page. It does. People went to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. They looked for a list, the list of comics coming out for the week. So if you were going to look for one for next week, you would look for one for, I don't know, maybe the 30th, uh, the 29th. Hey, I'm always off by one day. And you'll look at that list and you'll pick a comic. Last week, Marshall wanted Gun Honey. This week, Marshall's probably going to want uh, The Adventures of Turnip Man. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the only way that he can do that, though, is by going over to the Patreon page and looking at the list of comics that are coming out next week. For example, coming out next week from Boom Studios is Berserker number five of 12. Would you? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's a different thing. So, see, it could be a, it could be a comic about that. It's like a truck. Yeah, also, it's about uh, Silent Bob's cousin yeah, from the Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. There's also Firefly River Run number one and Something is Killing the Children number two. Um, that I one's about called, cholesterol. Yeah, I was going to say something else, but that would take it into a morbid territory. But anyway, oh, Dark purple. Horse Comics next week has Children of the Plague one shot. Oh, it's the story about my kids no. uh, during during the current time period. No. Um, there's also a Gollum Walks Among Us, number two, the final issue there, and Stranger Precious. Things, Tomb of Yabuian, number one, Y-B-Y-E-N. Tomb of the what? Y-B-W-E-N, uh -huh. the Weeben, uh, the Yabinwin. Or maybe it's Nubai backwards. The the oh, the tomb newbie. of the newbie backwards. It's the tomb of the newbie. That's yeah, what it is. Tomb of the newbies. That's the first issue there. Uh, Stranger Things actually a pretty popular uh, comic over there at Dark Horse Comics. That might yeah, be something we review next week. TV I don't know. I'm not even that. sure Matthew has even watched an episode of Stranger Things. So all the cool stuff that is in that comic may, might be lost on him. I don't know. No, nah, I have a teenager though. I know what it's about. Oh, okay. Over at Dynamite Entertainment next week, we have Army of Darkness 1979 number one. These are the reprints. So uh, this premium metal cover costs a hundred bucks. Metal! 
Also, well, it's, Deja, a, it's a cover made of metal. I'm guessing. Uh, also next week, Deja Thoris versus John Carter of Mars, number three, Invincible Red Sonia, number four. Uh, that's the one where she de- discovers that her father's really a villain and she has to try to take him down any way she can. And then she finds out that he comes from a whole planet full of people with mustaches. Uh, also, Sonya Versal, number eight, arrives next week, as does Vengeance of Vampirilla, number 22. There must be a lot of variant covers available on this one because the listing goes from A, B, C, D, K. So there's a whole bunch of specialty covers that are probably uh, comic book specialty exclusive. So be on the lookout for those. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-7. Yeah. IDW Publishing next week has uh, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, yearbook number three. That's a five ninety nine book. Star Wars Adventures, Ghosts of Vader Castle number two. Now, the the uh, Ghosts of Vader's Castle, that's the weekly Halloween Star Wars Ooh. series that, uh, that IDW is, is publishing. the first three or four issues. Yeah, exactly. And also, then swerve. Yeah. <laughs> also, Star Wars Adventures number 10 comes out next week. Transformers Halloween Special uh, comes out next week. Also, five. I think we got ourselves a Transformer here. Oh, no. it's I'm sorry. It's just a bite-sized Snickers. <laughs> Oh, I got a rock. (laughs) Image Comics has Adventure Man number five, crossover number eight, uh, Die number 20, uh, Echo Lands number two, The Good Asian number five, halfway point of this fantastic series. Uh, You guys should go and check this out. Uh, Also, we have next week Spawn 322 arrives at your LCS. Marvel Comics next week has Amazing Fantasy number three, The Amazing Spider-Man number 74, Black Cat number 10, Inferno number one. I'm not sure there's going to be any disco in it, but mm, I'm holding out hope. Star Wars number 17, Thor number 17, and Wolverine number 16. In all the rest category. I I know, right? Uh, In all the rest category, we have Blade Runner 2029 number eight, Corset Prestige Edition number one. I have no idea. Uh, Here's what I'm going to bet. It's all Mm -hmm. about women's undergarments. That go around killing people with guns made out of honey and bees. What? Yeah. I said, I was, I didn't know anything about the title, but based on the title, I will tell you what the comic is about. It's about you ladies it undergarments with you made it who, who goes around killing people with guns and honey. I know, right? The guns and honey part was maybe a step too far. Speaking of a step too far, crossed, red crossed, uh, variant editions for uh, issues zero through number nine arrives next week. Good also old. crossed plus the 100 mimic. Number six arrives next week. Where, where are you going to get a hundred mimics? I don't I mean, know. Isn't that his whole th- uh, shtick is that he can clone himself? No, you're thinking of multiple men. I have no idea what mimics uh, thing is. Is he basically like uh, Jonah? No, <laughs> he's like rogue. Only he doesn't have to kiss you. Eh, I'm going to pass. He can then. duplicate your, if he's your not going to kiss me, if he's not going to kiss me to duplicate my powers and I want nothing. Yeah, to that's do a with good him. point. I also, agree, for some yeah. reason, uh, Marshall, maybe you were looking at the wrong week of comics because I have listed here Gun Honey number one of four <gasps> arriving next week. Oh, honey, gun. <laughs> honey, honey, I'm gun. gun. Uh, Human Remains number one, Jungle Fantasy Fauna number one <laughs> and two. <laughs> jungle Fantasy. Fauna, fauna. Jungle Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Lady <laughs> Death, Treacherous Infamy number two. We also have, uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, stitched one through six, the gore bag set. Oh, I love Disney movies. Uh, well, I just, I think I might want to buy this just to see how he was able to stitch the internet together. Um, also turbo kid, Apple's lost adventures. Number one of two comes out next week and all the rest. I want to read that. Have you ever seen turbo kid? No, I have not. Turbo I don't, I'm kid not even sure we would be able movie. to get it. So 
I don't, you know, oh, probably people not. who are people who are going to just rush right out and start voting for Turbo Kid. I'm not sure we would be able to get it. So just be aware right. Of and that. Steven hasn't seen Turbo Kid, so it wouldn't be any. Is fun. that some uh, Lava Kid and and Shark Boy thing? No, it's not Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, it's it's different. It's the story of uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland, where a kid is like, my favorite superhero is the Turbo Man, and they're like, okay. Well, you're in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Okay, look, it's the body of the Turbo Man. Oh, great. I'll steal his armor. And my best friend is a robot, and her name is Apple. I, I've, seen that. I've seen that episode is, of uh, Justice like League Unlimited. You have not. <laughs> I think it's actually the first season of Justice League, right? Uh, episode um, 22 or something. One, I don't even remember. Yeah, where they uh, blast into that alternate universe with the uh, Justice Society Silver Age nonsense, and it's all a post-nuclear. I want to say that's a season two or so. Maybe it is. Anyway, speaking of DC Comics, speaking of DC Comics, next week, Action Comics 1035, Aquaman, Sword of the something, Sword of Atlantis, number 49. Oh, here's one I'm looking forward to. Now, everybody may not vote on this, and that's fine. I'm still probably going to read it. No, I'm not going to probably read it. Definitely going to read it. Batman versus Big B. I've told the story about my interactions with a, a certain Willingham at a convention where I postulated that Batman needs to enter the fables universe. And he laughed me out of the room, even though I just sat there with my arms crossed and stared at him smugly. Um, I think that, uh, that my, my idea is going to come to fruition next week, Matthew. Oh man. Also uh, checkmate number four. Uh, Detective Comics number 641. That's an old reprint over at Comixology. The Joker Presents issue seven arrives next week, as does Icon and Rocket number three. Uh, Harley Quinn number seven. Oh, Superman 78. That's uh, issue number two. I want to see what they do with uh, Lex Luthor in that issue. And then Wonder Woman Black and Gold number four arrives next week. Hey, listen, I've just listed some of the comics that are coming out next week, but you can head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash major spoilers and access the full lists there. You can cast your vote, whichever one has the most. Maybe it's going to be a toxic kid or whatever that Matthew's talking about. Maybe it'll be gun honey. Maybe gun honey has a second chance of gun hitting honey, the, uh, bam, lamb, whoa, hitting the show. Or maybe honey. it'll be Batman versus Bigby. I don't know. You don't know. You'll have to go over and vote. And then we will be back next week to review the one that has the most nominations. And maybe you will get to hear Matthew say. Lois Lane has superpowers. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.